Hi. If it's unusual for you to listen to a sermon online, it's even more unusual for me to preach one. But we are all doing the best we can with the current situation, and I appreciate you uh, joining us today. As we find ourselves in the middle of the Darkwood Sermon Series, we find ourselves with the gift of getting lost. We don't often think that getting lost is a gift. Often we think of it as an inconvenience or perhaps even a time to be fearful. I want to tell you one time that Mike and I got lost on one of our journeys. We had traveled west on I-40 to family reunion. And as we were coming back, we had stopped in Albuquerque for the night. And as we ate breakfast the next morning, we were talking to uh, the server that we were going to be going to Santa Fe that day, because I had never been at that time before. And he suggested that we also go to Madrid. Now, Madrid is the town where Wild Hogs was filmed. If you haven't seen that movie, it's pretty funny. So we decided that we were going to go over to Madrid and check it out. So we put in our GPS a direction to go there. And we should have taken County Road 57A. What we ended up taking was County Road 57, which was very, very different. As we got off the interstate headed up to Santa Fe, we found ourselves soon on a dirt road, unpaved road. And as we wound through uh, some of the uh, rock formations there and, and other scenery, we wondered at times if we were actually driving through somebody's land. We continued to wind our way around and worried a little bit that we might be lost in northern New Mexico forever, but um, eventually we found the road that would take us to Madrid. Now, part of our getting lost in that was a gift in the fact that we saw a country that we had never seen before. We were relying on our GPS, which was close to right, and uh, getting us there, but we misunderstood the initial direction. And I find in life, our getting lost spiritually is often like that as well. We can listen to God, and the Holy Spirit can guide us, but often we misunderstand, or we don't listen or we just ignore the directions that were given, and we find ourselves on the wrong road. Now, I think sometimes when we're on the wrong road, if we just stepped off the path for a little bit, it's really easy to go back. But when we find ourselves on a completely different road, I used to think that we had to retrace our steps and go back and start over again. But I don't think it's like that at all anymore. I think we just need to pay attention and to listen to God, especially at those times that we are on that wrong road that seems that we are lost. Sometimes we unintentionally wander away into that wilderness area that tends to keep us um, in the dark wood. Sometimes we run toward it like we have nothing better to do. But whatever it is, I have learned that God still speaks to us in that darkwood time of wandering, perhaps when we feel the most lost. There's a movie called Bruce Almighty. 
And if you saw it, uh, you would know that at the beginning of the movie, he loses his job and he's angry. And he's angry at everybody and he's angry at God. And he starts anxiously praying something that he didn't really put much stock in. You want me to talk to you? Why don't you talk to me? Send me a signal. And almost immediately in the sequence of events, you see a road sign that says, caution, turn around. And then shortly after that, as he is continuing on his prayer, it's, there's a truck that says, stop, wrong way. And you know, I think sometimes we're like that. We don't listen. We don't catch the signals. We don't find the little nuances of the Holy Spirit nudging us because we're too busy, wrapped up in our own complaining. But sometimes it's because we don't necessarily understand what's going on or don't expect God to be talking to us in these ways. That's the story with Samuel in our scripture passage. Samuel heard God speak, but you know, for whatever reason, he did not recognize it as the voice of God. Maybe it's because he was not prepared to hear the voice of God. Why would he be hearing God speak? But Eli understood eventually that it was the voice of God speaking to Samuel. And in that way, the message was for Eli as well. You know, sometimes God speaks to us and other people. And sometimes God speaks to our hearts in nudges and intuitions in ways that we would never imagine, maybe even a road sign. But we don't hear God speak to us, and we find ourselves lost. Now, when God speaks to you, sometimes we want to put words into God's mouth. God must be saying this to me. We are looking for signs everywhere, and therefore we find them. We find things that aren't from God, and that can cause misdirection. But, you know, no matter where we might wander or get lost or whatever the situation is, God is always with us, always. The Holy Spirit is there to guide and lead us, always. And it's not about some sort of divine punishment that we find ourselves in this area, but it is an opportunity to practice listening. You know, we live in a time where all of us are kind of lost right now. We have a virus that is spreading exponentially around the world. We have times where we are facing isolation. We have times where we are experiencing economic fears. We are worried about a lot of things going on in our world, and we feel kind of lost. If you are feeling this way, if you are feeling fear or isolation at this time where schools and churches and businesses have closed their doors, you are not alone. You are with other people you're perhaps watching right now also, feeling the same amount of worry and stress over this situation, who have wondered where they're going to get their, their groceries, how they're going to manage to get that to happen, other errands that need to be run. 
This is a time where the church is no longer in the building like it ever was. This is a time where we as the church are in the world, whether we want to be there or not. We are united and we are unified as a community of faith, even when we cannot meet together. But these are definitely interesting times that we live in. In 1936, a influential British statesman, Austin Chamberlain, is addressing the Birmingham Unionist Society, and he spoke of a friend that had been to China, and he had told him that there was a Chinese curse, may you live in interesting times. Now, as he was addressing them, Germany had violated the Treaty of Lacaro, and this was his statement to them. There is no doubt that we that the curse has fallen on us. We move from one crisis to another. We suffer one disturbance and shock after another. Does that sound familiar? Now, interestingly enough, there is no Chinese curse uh, that says, may you live in interesting times. I know, I looked it up. But it doesn't mean that we aren't living in interesting times where we find one shock after another, one crisis after another. But as Ecclesiastes tells us, there is really nothing new under the sun. This has happened throughout all history. And each generation has faced something where it has never faced it before. You know, we do live in interesting times, but we live in interesting times together. We can look for those places that encourage us, or we can focus on those things that scare us. When we find ourselves tied to the news or social media, listening to all of the woes that are going on right now, it is frightening. And it is real. But at the same time, there are things happening that wouldn't have happened otherwise. Pollution is seeing an all-time low. People are forced to slow down and to regroup. People have stepped up to help out others in their community, others that they would be rushing past any other day. Now, I do not believe in any shape, form, or fashion that God sent a virus to slow us down. But I do know that when we are in this dark wood and we feel lost, that God is there with us, showing us right roads to take, sending people our way to share a message of good news and hope, and encouraging us when we feel like we are failures. I want to leave you with um, these words of Thomas Merton. Thomas Merton was a Trappist monk and he wrote uh, something called Thoughts in Solitude in 1958. And this is the prayer from that. My Lord God, I have no idea where I'm going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where I will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I am following your, think I am following your will does not mean I'm actually doing so. 
but I believe that the desire to please you does, in fact, please you. And I hope that I have that desire in all that I am doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, I will trust you always, though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death. I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen.